Hey everyone, last night my friend Todd and I watched all nine hours of the 2020 Oscars so we could bring you the latest, greatest news as viewed by the Academy. We have lots of thoughts that we will share with you, including which movies you need to see and which movies you need to skip. However, one thing we totally forgot to talk about because this rather important gem was on the backside of my notes was the sudden appearance of Eminem on the Oscar stage. That's right, Marshall Mathers was there to perform Lose Yourself from the major motion picture 8 Mile. I haven't seen Eminem since the Bush administration. I half expected to spot Britney and Justin dressed in matching denim outfits sitting in the audience, each listening to their apple green iPods, or Michael Jackson dangling one of his children over the railing of the Dolby Theater. It was a unique choice. I'm not sure he was the target audience for this show or this particular gathering of individuals. Billie Eilish had no clue who the old man on stage was, and Martin Scorsese napped through the whole thing. I, however, lost myself in the music, the moment, I owned it, and I never let it go. Oh. You only get one shot. Do not miss your chance to blow, because opportunity comes. What's in a lifetime? Do you think we should tell these people who Mackay Pfeiffer is? Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It is episode 153 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Ray. I'm here with movie M- Miracle Master Todd. <laughs> oh, it's so late at night, and it we've so just late. experienced 900 hours of the Oscars yeah. 2020, but it was worth it. We had a good time. It was fun. It was fun. There were fun moments. I agree with that. There were fun <laughs> moments, and then there was also play the music, play them off, play the music. There were weird moments, and we'll talk about those as well. <laughs> Gee whiz, we're talking about method acting, people. Aye. Method Oof. acting. Mm. Okay, what we're going to do is, um, as you know, I say this every single time, I don't go see these kinds of movies, and Todd does, because he saw all nine nominated Best Picture. Except one. Movie, except for Little Women, which was the one I saw, which is why this is so good. For the record, I wanted to see it. You did. I I ran out of time. (laughs) (laughs) And it's my favorite movie of 19... 19 what? (laughs) Golly. Of 2020 and 2019. It's it's almost midnight 30, so that's fine. It is. But we're we're happy to be here. What we're going to do is I'm going to go through the Best Picture nominations because in in most cases, these nominees have people who won Best Actor, Best Actress, and all that. So we can talk about it all through these. And then at the end, we'll kind of wrap up with some interesting, fun Mm, moments that happened. So the first one up for Best Picture nominee for 2020 was the movie 1917. Now, if you asked me, Lindsay, what's it about? I would say it's Saving Private Ryan Part (laughs) 2. Kind of. Okay, okay. But World War One. Okay. Instead of World War II. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I, saving Private Ryan hurt my heart in a way that I could not recover from. Okay. From that opening scene of yes. everybody. And I was like, Hoo. 
and then the <clears throat> ending with Tom Hanks. And I remember just... wanting to call my parents oh. after seeing Saving Private Ryan because I was away at camp, like I was a camp counselor, uh. and so I, I hadn't seen them uh-uh. in a few weeks, and so I was just like, oh. <laughs> it was heartbreaking. Yeah, did you? Is that call... a little too vulnerable for the show? I don't no. Know. When it's midnight 30 and you just heard Joaquin Phoenix for 10 minutes, you can say what you want, Todd. Um, is it the same? Did you want to call your mom and dad after this one? Uh, not as much. Okay. That could be age is probably go. what's causing that. This had some tearjerker moments for sure. Okay. Um, but, but it wasn't as dramatic and as, as intense as Saving Private Ryan. Okay. It was intense. Okay. It wasn't as it's intense. war. It's, it's war. a war movie. And if yeah. you're a war movie person, go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, our friend Andrea said that a lot of her girlfriends have gone Mm -hmm. to see it and they loved it. Mm -hmm. But I will not be going. Yeah. Because war and killing, I don't like. Yeah. Now, it's supposed to win some stuff and it only won one thing. What was it that it won again? It won cinematography. Cinematography. Which we were talking before we started recording. That's what it was. That's the best thing about it. It was the cinematography. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a good movie. Acting was good, but it wasn't anything special. Except for the cinematography. If it had won Best Picture, would you have gone, yeah, I get it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's I had good. some other ones that I liked more, but I could, okay. I could have seen it. Yeah. All right. The second one was Ford versus Ferrari. I thought this movie was about people driving Ford cars against people driving Ferrari <laughs> cars, and we see who's better. That's true. Okay, great. It's <laughs> I did not go see it, but it's one I It's a I specific could. race. It's a specific race okay. that happens every year, and it was, it's based on true story, and Ferrari always won it. Mm-hmm. The name of the race is escaping me at the moment, <laughs> but it's a famous one, whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Ford decided they wanted to compete and create a car that would beat Ferrari. That would beat Ferrari. And they did. And that, spoiler, spoiler. That, <laughs> that, I, I, I imagine that's what happened. <laughs> right. But that's something that I would enjoy. Oh yeah, yeah. More sure. than just because Christian Bale is in it, and and correct. What's his name? They're both excellent. Matt Damon is in Matt it. Damon. They're both. <laughs> I was not really going to say that, but that's what I was thinking <laughs> in my head. I was going not Chris Pine, not Ben Affleck, the other one, the other good looking Martian, yeah. Martian. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're great in it. Um, it's a feel good movie um, because you know Ferrari is an Italian yeah, company, yeah, yeah. right? So this is like America. Mm, okay, yeah. so and it won all the sound stuff, like sound yeah, editing, sound, editing, sound, sound mixing. mixing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the third, which I guess because you gotta you know muffle the the engine. I don't uh-huh. know. I don't know what all that means, but well, it won both of them. <laughs> so they, whoever yeah. was mixing and sounding and editing <laughs> did it well. Uh, third one is the Joker. Yeah. That's the one that I just feel so, yeah. so dark and I don't want to go. And you've told me don't touch it with yeah. a 10 foot pole. Yeah. So, I've actually told other people who, uh, I like, it's not for the faint of heart. And if you kind of battle with depression, you may mm-hmm. not want to go see it. So if you, if, if you, you're going into it and you'll feel what? You're going to feel dark. You're going to feel down. It, there's, mm-hmm. there's nothing yeah. redeeming about it at all ish. No. Okay. No. Joaquin Phoenix wins Best Actor. Did he deserve it? Absolutely. Before anybody else on the list? I think that is yes. Yeah. Yes, for sure. I mean, it was Leonardo DiCaprio. So Who was good, Yeah. but I think Joaquin Phoenix far and away. I was rooting for Joaquin to have a good acceptance speech. Yes. And he had a great ramp up. He, he had a great he ramp up, and then he, he just fell off the side. He did. I- 
I said, you know, one of the things I said was that uh, maybe it wasn't that good of an acting job because he kind of <laughs> seemed like the Joker in his acceptance speech. Little bitty, you know, darting Eugenie eyes and, and like I was scared that something really dark was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and he he did he did a he did a good job at the first, you know, thanking people and being humble and saying you've given me a second chance and that's awesome and you're going good, good, good. And then he kind of gets into equality and racism yeah. and you're thinking good, good, okay. And then indigenous throws that out there and yeah. you're thinking okay. Yeah. And then he, he gets and he mm. <laughs> so he transitions from recycling and and, you know, save the rainforest to there's this mama cow who had a baby and you eat that baby and then you drink the milk that was meant for that baby. He, I, <sighs> I feel bad laughing because he too. clearly felt passionate. what he was saying passionately. Yes. And I'm sure there's something under there that I'm not in touch with and I don't get it right. because I, I just couldn't connect with what yeah. he was saying. But yeah. That was, was uh, awkward. It was awkward. Yeah. And he, and then I was so embarrassed by that awkwardness that I didn't remember anything that happened after that. But he, oh, he he did a quote from his brother, River Phoenix. He did. And yeah. that was a, a sweet, nice way to end. But what, 10 minute speech, you think? It was long. It was it felt very like, long. Uh, more than 10 minutes. Yeah. So it was, it was long very long. But good for <laughs> him. He got that. Uh, fourth one, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. This one was. You're sort of rooting. We had this conversation. Well, Brad Pitt wins Best Supporting yeah, Actor, which yeah. we thought. And he did a decent job on stage. Yeah, this did. is the one where you're thinking, will Quentin Tarantino, who has never won right. an Oscar, get an Oscar for Best Director? Because I think some people were rooting for yep, that. Yep. And you and I talked about this. He's supposedly doing one more movie. Supposedly. What if it's terrible? And Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was his best shot at it. Or will they give it to him next year because he's Quentin Tarantino? For the listeners, I'm making the call right now. He will win for his 10th film. Okay. That's what I think. And it may not be next year. It, it may, may be it in may a couple be, of years. I don't know where it'll be. And it may be a terrible movie, but I think they're going to give it to him because, look, this is Quentin Tarantino. And we have to admit, he has changed, or not changed, but affected the oh, foundation yeah. of movies. In, for sure. It, I mean, you know for a sure. Tarantino film. This one fits the mold okay. completely. It's... It's what you expect from him. There's weird, extreme violence. It's quirky. It's fun to watch. Mm -hmm. All that. I won't be seeing that one either because Reservoir Dogs messed me up too. Of course it did. (laughs) Mm -mm. And for then on, I went, mm, nah, it's not for me. Yeah. I like his movies, but Mm -hmm. at the end of them, I'm just like, ah. He's got another one. I know, like he's others, got a strange. Okay, here's the fifth one it was Parasite. Now, Mm. this is. When when I hear the word parasite, I remember Knox and Jamie talking about this mm-hmm. on the podcast. I'm yep. pretty sure Knox greenlit it. He did. And in my brain, I, and I think a lot of people did too, because we talked to Laura about this too. We all thought it was a horror movie or like some parasite. I'm thinking of like in a sewer tunnel underneath <laughs> right. a city. Right. And maybe there was something like that with a swamp or an alligator or something movie that came out. I'm there not sure. There was one. Did he also green? Okay. But anyway, it doesn't matter about them. But Parasite just sounds yucky to me. Yeah. And then you say, oh, it's in Korean subtitles. And I'm just completely out. out. Yeah. But according to you, I loved it. We should go see it. I loved Why? It. It Are you so laughing? Good. Is it like knives out where you're going, ooh, I wasn't expecting that? Yes, but like. 
exponentially more than Knives Out. Okay. Like, it, it, Knives Out, there's things you don't expect. Parasite, there's things you do not expect. Okay. Like, it's bonkers crazy. Okay. <laughs> Give me a 30-second, what the heck is this movie about? So, it's about this family that's kind of, they're a poorer family in Korea. Uh-huh. And they slowly, one by one, weasel their way into this very wealthy family's home. One's a driver, one's the tutor. And so they, okay. they all end up, now they're working in the home. Okay. Unknown to the family that they're all family. Okay. So the wealthy okay. family doesn't know that they know each other. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And then it just goes crazy. Hilarity? Do you laugh? There are some funny okay. parts. But there's some funny parts where you're like, I shouldn't laugh. I shouldn't be laughing at this. Like, I laughed and then later I thought, I bet the people in the theater think I'm a psycho. <laughs> <laughs> but some of them were laughing too. So yeah, it's... It's okay. crazy, crazy. And and it's sad, too. There's some really sad okay. moments, too, because it does kind of explore the inequality of the poor and the rich. Okay. And the Korean subtitles aren't distracting to you or didn't bother you? They you were, were able to hang? They were tough at first, but midway through, I got in a rhythm, and okay. I didn't even care because okay. the movie was... I was so engrossed in it. Man. I was... Yeah. Well, you and a lot of people in the Academy, Todd, mm. were engrossed with this movie <laughs> because it won everything. Bong Joon-ho <clears throat> yes. was the director. The winner of the night. Oh, darling so man. <laughs> darling man. Who, and I loved his interpreter, too. She was yeah, so yeah, cute. Yeah. But he wins. He won first for Best Screenplay. Y- yes. And then for Best International Film, which used yeah. to be titled Foreign Film, but it's now International Film. So he won for that. Then he wins for Director. Yeah. Then the Which whole... I was surprised by that. Okay. I thought Director probably would have gone to Sam Mendes for nineteen. For 1917. Okay. Not Tarantino. Not Tarantino. Okay. Would you just, have been... It's su- more the same. Would you have been surprised if Tarantino had won? No. Okay. So he wins for director, and then he wins the whole shebang for best movie. So totally he won shocked me. Four very yeah. Yeah. big ones deserved, but I didn't think they. I didn't think they would give it to him for both international and and best picture. Best picture. Yeah. Uh, he was he. The, he did a delightful thing with Martin Scorsese. Mm-hmm. He he quoted him. He he said a quote, and everybody kind of like halfway claps. And then he leans in in English and says, "That's a quote from Martin yeah. Scorsese." Yeah. And the entire room stands up and claps for Martin, who was up for the same yeah yeah award. And it's complete royalty, right? Yes. If you want to call it Hollywood royalty. He sort of fell asleep a couple of times, yeah, but I understand hard. it. He's a hundred years old. <laughs> yes. he, that's hard for him. But that was a that was a big deal. So if 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 somebody like me, would you say for somebody like me to go see Parasite? I think you could you would enjoy it. Okay. I do think you would if you could get past the subtitles. Okay. I, I think there, like, there's some intense moments that might make you cringe, but mm-hmm. um, the story, I think, okay. you might enjoy. So your recommendation is for people to go see it, even like me. Yes. Okay. Yes. The and next you may one. Get some flack for that, but <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, hey, best picture. I'm sorry. Best director. Best screenplay. Best international film. Yeah. Go for it. <clears throat> the Irishman. Men, Irish. Irish it's a man, man. but <laughs> it Irishman. Irishman, man. That has every Italian person in Hollywood. Yeah. Old school Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci. It's like the triumvirate, Ma- right? Yes. The, yeah. Martin. Um, that's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. So anybody yeah. can go see that with mm-hmm. in their pajamas. They don't yep. have to wear pants that's, if they and, don't want to. And pack a lunch and a breakfast because it oh, is no. three and a half hours long. <laughs> So 
I watched it in pieces. Okay. They, they made a joke about it being a series. Because yes. it really is kind of like that. Okay. So you don't have to watch it all three and a half hours. Okay. Is it through. funny? Is it like uh, a Goodfellas? Is it like a... There's some... It, it is really more of the same of good... It's okay. just all of them... They're not, but later in life. So it's kind of like there's this progression of Scorsese's mm-hmm. movies. And so now you've got De Niro is kind of telling the story of how things happen. Okay. Right? Not related to Casino or Goodfellas. Okay. Nothing okay. like that. Okay. But it's still, it's like, okay, here's a mob guy who's, he's old and he's in a nursing home and he's telling you Oh, which is why <clears throat> they were up for best something because Makeup. it, it showed Makeup. them yeah. younger. Yeah. All the, those visual guys, effects. Visual they had effects. to age them in three different, like there's young and then there's here, middle, mm-hmm. and then there's when they're old. Old. Very cool. Yeah. And it was seamless. Like it was really, it was good. Okay. But it's what you would expect from a Martin Scorsese mob movie. Okay. It's what you're looking for. Three and a half hours, and you can do it in chunks. You're not going to... Yeah. Okay. You're not, not going to miss out. Uh, the next one is seven. Number seven is Little Women. That's the one that you did not see. That is the Correct. one that I did see. I really wanted uh, Greta to mm-hmm. be nominated for Breast Director, but she wasn't. The reason why is it's not because just because she's a woman, and yay, I am woman, hear me roar, but it is... Because I've seen a lot of Little Women adaptations, and this one was done very uniquely. That okay. that made me like it even more. Because okay. if you've read the book a million times and you've seen the Winona Ryder version a million times, you go in thinking this is just another Little Women. But it even starts interesting, and there's a there's flashbacks, and so. When they're younger, it's yellows and reds and lighter. And when it's older, it's blues oh. and grays and darker. Just visually, you can know. Interesting. To Because they're all very young women. Yeah. And so to have them playing when they're kids and have them playing when they're older, you can't. Yeah. You got to do more than just length of hair. Right. So I think it was, um, I, I loved it. I think anybody who likes Little Women, anybody who is, a writer in life okay. because that's the way it that's what it's about, spoke right? to me She wants too. to write. Yes. And she's told you can't cause you're a woman. Pretty much. So it's, it's more like, well, why didn't the woman get married or why, gotcha. you yeah. know, yeah, yeah, yeah. why? Yeah. But the whole thing is she's, she's Joe March has written stories, written stories, written stories. And sometimes they're printed. Sometimes they're not. She never puts a name on them because mm. she is a woman. But at the end, her whole point is, the, the thing that ends up being the book is what she wrote from the heart about her own life. And okay. so as a writer who writes yeah. books about my own life, yeah. I thought, I get you, Joe March. And that's, that's probably great. a little bit of the reason why I do what I do is because of Joe March. Well, look at that. Well, look at that. Oh, All right, number eight, Jojo Rabbit. I have no idea, just no little boy. Yeah, little mm-hmm. boy. So I saw it today. So it's fresh. That's probably why I love it so much. Mm-hmm. But it was... It, Way surpassed my expectations. I love like, that. I thought I have no desire to see this, and I have a couple friends of mine who, moviegoers like me, they say it's really good. You'll like it, mm-hmm. and I fell in love with it. It was so great. Why? The acting is really good. The story. It's all about this little boy who wants to be a Nazi because mm. he's growing up in Nazi Germany, <laughs> and it's kind That's of satire. Hard. It yeah. is hard, and it's satire about that. And he's like excited to be a Nazi, <laughs> and. He, I don't want to give much away, but yeah. he forms a friendship with a Jewish girl. Mm-hmm. And just to see how his attitude changes. Uh. And it really is just a, 
a really, really great story. And he is just, and he has this little friend <laughs> who's also in this Nazi camp with him. And <laughs> they're, they're at literal like sleepaway camp or summer camp. They do. It's like a summer camp to train them to be Nazis. I know it's like, you really don't want to laugh at that, but that probably happened, right? Yes. So it's like, yeah. And they're, they're making fun of it. So that's why okay. I feel like I can like, okay. laugh yeah, at yeah, it. Yeah, 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 right? yeah. Uh, and Taika Waititi, which is the so director great. and writer, he plays Hitler, who is the little boy's imaginary friend, <laughs> which is crazy, but works. it just works because he just, he, yeah, there's just so many great little things and scenes in there and, and the way the little boy and the girl and it's just wonderful. It's really And we it. like him. We like the director yeah, yeah, a yeah. lot and they that one won Best Adapted Screenplay because it was a book. Yeah. Yeah. That we neither of us. Which now I want to read the book. Jojo is that his name and his last name's Rabbit? Or? So it, it, his his name is Jojo. Okay. Um, and then there's a rab there's a scene with a rabbit at the beginning that I, I won't say okay. what happens because it'll give a little bit away. But okay. that's how he becomes known as Jojo Rabbit. Okay, gotcha. So, <clears throat> so that was a good one that we should mm-hmm. go see, and you'll you'll laugh, and then you'll feel a little bit bad about. You'll laughing. laugh. You'll cry. Oh, you geez. will cry. Yeah, mm. it is. I, I cried in most of the movies. <laughs> In some way, you cry in Parasite, you cry in Joker, you cry, you cry in Ford vs. Ferrari. Like, <laughs> they I all cried in Little Women. Made me tear up just a little I bit. I cried in so. Little Women, very, very snottily and ugly okay. cried. Yeah. Okay. The last one is Marriage Story. Now, mm. anytime I hear the word marriage or the name Marriage Story, everybody does just what you did that. And, yeah. It's Netflix as well. Mm-hmm. And it is super duper depressing about Scarlett Johansson and Adam Driver not being married anymore the end yeah and it's it's interesting because they want to just handle the divorce on their own but then lawyers get involved and it gets real complicated Mm -hmm. it's he's in new york she's in la and what do we do Mm -hmm. there's a kid involved Mm -hmm. yeah it's uh it it made me tear up too there was a a moment there where i was just like ah and Laura Dern, is she a lawyer in it? She's, she, her, she's uh, uh, Scarlett Johansson's character's lawyer. Lawyer. Yeah. She won Best Supporting Actress. Yeah. You, Didn't agree with that at all. You did not agree with that at For all. For any of your listeners that watch Big Little Lies, it's the same character. She's she plays exactly it. the same character. Okay. And so I just didn't see it as a good acting job. I mean, she's great. Yeah. You know, but, she plays it well, but it's like yeah. it wasn't hard for her i think that just comes natural for okay her, so. so those were the best picture nomi- nominations one that we haven't talked about is best actress mm-hmm. and that was renee zellweger for the movie judy yeah. which i think came and went in yeah. one day <laughs> we don't now when you see when you see her or go and look on youtube or look on google she looks just like judy garland right. she really does and she sounds like her and i'm sure it was great we were talking about this though. It's kind. Of, it irritates me a little bit because I think, come on, we don't. Nobody, nobody, nobody saw, saw it. it. Right. Nobody. It wasn't. Uh, Which has to tell you something. If nobody saw it, what? But yes, I don't know. It's just her acting must have been great. I guess I it was. Know. So maybe we can watch it when it comes out on Redbox. Do they even still have Redbox? They do. They do. Okay, uh, the best animated movie was Toy Story Four. Yay. You might have stood up. You might have stood up for that. Another one was bet, best short animation was a little movie called Hair Love, which Andrea and I both saw right before Little Women, actually. And it's just darling. I would suggest you try to find it somewhere, too, and yeah. and, and see that. We also had um, 
Elton John won I'm Going to Love Me Again for mm-hmm. Rocket Man as the best original song. Yeah. And he performed it. And it he was did. fine. He, it was fine. <laughs> it was Elton John. We think the Harriet Tubman song should have won. That was yeah. called. Based on um, the performances tonight, hands down. Yes. Best performance of yes. the night. There were other songs. Um, Kate from This Is Us yeah. <laughs> sang something. <laughs> Whatever her name is. We don't know. Chrissy Metz. Chrissy Metz. <laughs> there you go. Her. She sang something from Breakthrough. Yeah. That's Breakthrough. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, she sang that. Then there was Harriet Tubman, which thought we that should have won. Then you have Elton John. Then you had Into the Unknown, the mm, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Dina Menzel song from Frozen 2. Sound it sounds exactly, sounds exactly like, it's like it's spelled. spelled. That was so great. <laughs> yeah. And this had the this had the potential to be really cool uh-huh. because they brought in what like 15, 12, 15? somewhere around there, yeah. So if if Frozen Two is being played in Spain or in Germany or in Norway, wherever or Norway, what Taiwan, was it? Castilian, they had one in Castilian, one in the world. <laughs> so it's these women who played <clears throat> her. Um, Elsa, and so they're all singing parts of Into the Unknown. Sadly, Adina Menzel is woefully above them all in every right. way right. you could be. Right. So if they had Hard been tame her, powerful <laughs> yeah. women who were yeah. the Adina version of Spain, right. Right. that would have been one thing. Right. She just blew them all out of the water, and it was it it was unfortunate. But I, I it was a very cool it was a very cool it's a good idea. idea. I like the idea. It was a very yeah. cool idea. I think that um, the other thing I wanted to say was Kristen Wiig and Maya Rudolph. They introduced definitely yes. What they even introduced uh, the cinematography. Oh, that's no. right. No, no, no. That was uh, the other funny. Oh, right. The other funny duo was uh, Julie Louise Dreyfus and Will and, Ferrell. And Will Ferrell. They did. Um, <laughs> they did cinematography. Costume was one and, of them. And editing. Oh, Julie Louis Dreyfus and Will Ferrell. Did yes. That. Yeah. They did editing when they say they hate this one. That's and right. I can't That's right. Because it was Ford versus Ferrari. Ferrari versus, versus Ferrell. <laughs> and she said and she that said she, she was in Parasite nineteen seventeen and Parasite, and she ended up on the editing. They edited her out. Yeah. So that they was were funny. pretty smart. And Kristen Wiig and Maya Rudolph did... Uh, they did costume, I think, didn't they? Maybe, and makeup. Costume and makeup. So, hair and makeup. Yeah. Costume yeah. and hair. And they sang about it, and it was That's so... right. They were, and they, and they, and they started off acting. with how they were... Yeah, they were mad because they're directors. And they, they were great. They're always great There's together. so many directors in the audience. We're acting. <laughs> acting. So that was good. The other thing that was a little bit unfortunate was James Corden and Rebel Wilson came Ooh. out in their Cats outfits from the movie Cats, which was terrible, but kind of funny that they could laugh about it because yep. it was visual effects, which yep. is what that movie was. And then they hit the microphone about 15 too many times. <laughs> oh, it was bad. It was bad. Mm-hmm. We also had a colorful, um, energetic, fun opening with mm-hmm. uh, Janelle Monet mm-hmm. d- uh, celebrating Black History Month. And I yeah. thought that was a, a nice, positive way to open the yeah. show. Yeah. So Bong Joon-ho won everything for Parasite. So I would say go That's see great. that. If yeah. I had to go see one more thing on the Best Picture nominee list. Other than Parasite? Other than Parasite, what would you tell me to go see? Oh, it's a hard choice. I mean, 
a safe one would mm-hmm. be Ford versus Ferrari. Okay. Because everyone's going to like that. Okay. Um, if you want to get a little more, mm-hmm. go see Jojo Rabbit. Okay. <laughs> this is very exciting. Thanks, Todd. It's been a blast. Good times. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, I hope you liked this bonus episode of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. A big thank you to Todd for helping me navigate through the 2020 Oscar nominees for Best Picture. Again, I saw one of the nine, he saw eight of the nine. So that makes us a great pairing. For those of you who are trying to keep up, you need to go see Jojo Rabbit, Ford vs. Ferrari, The Joker if you're feeling a certain way. Parasite is something clearly that we all need to see. And I say go see Little Women. And if anybody can find Judy, let me know because we probably need to go see that too. FYI, one of the best things you can do to support a podcast is to review the show on iTunes. It would be an honor if you had it over there and left us your thoughts. Thanks so much and make sure to follow me on the socials. You can find me at Lindsay on Twitter and at Lindsay Ray on Instagram and Facebook. Don't forget to check out my books, Why I Hate Green Beans and It's a Love Story. You can find them wherever books are sold. Until we're together again, love you, mean it, Texas forever. Forever.